Welcome back to Piss Jug, everybody. Uh, this is our weekly public episode. I'm Monochrome Sweatsuit, and I'm joined with Brother Brown and Hobbs. What's up, dudes? Welcome back. And I would do anything for drugs, <laughs> but I won't do stag. I'm just kidding. We're on some stag. We are. We would stag. do stag. Is the difference between us and meatloaf? But we yep. will do stag. Yeah. <laughs> we will smoke crack. Wait, do you know what's crazy about the fact you guys just said that? You just made my brain realize a thing. Did y'all ever watch that VH1 uh, made-for-TV movie about Meatloaf that was like three installments. It, they played two hours a night for like three weeks in a row. I do. I do remember that. I mean, I don't remember much of it, but I remember that era happening. He was in a stag film. Oh. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, but I don't think he was a sexual performer. He was just naked. So Meatloaf, like in his in early... In an artistic way. Yes. Gotcha. And then... We referenced the stag... <coughs> Then we talked about meatloaf, and then you brought in that meatloaf was in a stag. stag film. It's yeah. almost like we rehearsed this. I know. It's just we're locked in tonight because of the stag. The only, <laughs> it put us all in the you're same. You're only going to get conversations like that here on the piss joke. You got to get full okay. of the piss here. Pops has got the can, but we're all holding up. Uh, Squish your can now, son. Cold drinks at the I moment. Could, I don't want to drink another stag. I, okay. Uh, we're still drinking out of our careful. Metallica VIP Lux Eterna cups. For our, if you if you're a Patreon listener, you get a bonus episode this week where we re- review the, the the brand the brand new Metallica set, uh, uh, Lux Eterna from seventy two seasons. We don't review the the music at all. We nope. review the packages little, for a, a concert. Bit. A little bit. But yeah, we, I guess you're right. We review the single. We went hard on the VIP packages, though. Yeah, we did. So we have our cups left over that we homemade because we don't have seven grand laying yeah. around. <laughs> Chrome wrote on them with a very thick Sharpie. And That's a paint pen. Paint pen. <laughs> so these cups are ruined. Yeah. They're always going to say Metallica VIP on it. Yeah, well, you guys can take these Burned. home. This is, a, this is a commemorative item? $600 drink, yeah. I like that. You yeah. get three of them. <clears throat> yeah, so uh, we, had a, we had a great bonus episode, um, and as we got in... We had something we wanted to save for this public episode. Uh, Hobbs, you had an encounter today. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. So I, I work for a company that may involve technology, and someone came in with a device that was lost in like an Uber vehicle. This woman was with her son who had lost it. Um, they lost it somewhere in a different city. The, the person, the people that they were with somehow got control of the the device again and then, uh, had it brought back to them or mailed to them or whatever. But it was put into a like security, um, I don't know, like, like they put it into some, some type of mode essentially, that allowed it to lock the device so that, like, no one who could steal it and, like, actually use it. So, <clears throat> they, um, I'm trying to, I'm trying to help them do this and I can't figure out exactly how to do it because when you do, when you enter this into this mode, it, you have to enter it and you have to make your own code that you can use to, like, unlock it or whatever. Ultimately, the kid doesn't know the code. So, he, he should know the code because he put it into the mode, but he doesn't. He's, so. he's damn locked out of his toy. So he's locked out of his toy. <clears throat> Next thing I know, you know, the only way that I can help you is that if you can provide me with a, a proof that you bought this, a receipt. Uh, they say it's a gift, though. It's given to him, and he's unable to obtain the receipt. And the mom is like, mm, I don't think I can get him to get it get that for us. I don't think there's any way that he can get that for us. Um, and I'm like, okay, well maybe her husband or her ex-husband bought it or something like that. I guess maybe the dad bought it or what? I don't know. But anyways, she's like, okay, well I'm, I guess that sucks or whatever, but I'll, I'll just go maybe buy a new one or something. So she walks away and then she comes back about maybe two minutes later or something like that. And I'm standing there kind of like documenting part of the, what we were discussing because we have to do that. And and she uh, 
brings up uh, a phone and she's like, hey, he's on the phone. Do you mind like talking with him for a second? And I'm like, yeah, I mean, I guess. Yeah. So she pulls up the phone and on FaceTime is fucking Shaq Diesel. Shaquille O'Neal, baby. (laughs) You talking about the Shaq daddy? And, And he's like, the first thing he goes, he says, does my son look like a criminal? <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, I'm just laughing. I'm like, no, dude, definitely not. But like, I'm, I'm letting him know. And like, you know, he wasn't trying to be rude or anything. And he didn't, and I mentioned, I, he didn't name drop himself or anything. He wasn't trying to be like rude or anything. Shaq is the man. It's I a wish great impression I of him. I too. wish I could have helped him out. I, but. I got a question for you. What's up? Did you feel the need at any point while there was maybe like a moment of sorting through it where you're, sifting through the device and you just look up and you go hey man I was sad about Aaron huh <laughs> how do you think he would have reacted to that joke do you think he would have been receptive or do you think the air would have gone cold <laughs> from the amount of bits I've he, I've heard that he tries to do on a public set I feel like he, he would laugh at it hopefully yeah yeah well rest in peace to Aaron Carter but even cooler to you that um you met the guy that Aaron Carter beat. Not every day you get to FaceTime with Shaq. It's not, man. And I'm I'm proud that it happened because I don't have any really cool, like, good celebrity interactions I ever had at work. They were always kind of mid. David Banner uh, FaceTimed me <laughs> a few times. Every time with his shirt off. Fresh out of the shower. <laughs> nice. Fresh out of the shower. You know, and that's the part you want to chalk it up to like, maybe he's so organized in his day where he's like, look, if I'm going to hit this guy up. I got like 10 minutes while I'm getting ready before I go out yeah, the door. Yeah, in between and the shower and my next meeting. That, yeah. That's what I was rationalizing it as well. That's that's how I had it compartmentalized in my head was maybe it's always when he's got this window. I, I got Yeah, it was more than a, it wasn't just two. It was it was a few times all the time, which is kind of weird. I got a good feeling you're not the only person he's done that to, though. Take comfort in that. Probably. You guys, I have a message for you. It's important. It's from a friend of the show. Okay. I just airdropped it to you. Oh. Check it out. Okay. All right. That was that was uh, Fran just bursting. Fran. Hey, Fran. Fran bursting. Turbo's in here, too. Oh, it's on. Hold on. Fran says she uh, airdropped something to me uh, for the iPad. Um, Get it. Uh, hold on. Well, what do we got going on here? Get it. Get it. The password again. Turbo. Get out of here. I'm on the stag, guys. Boys, that's some stag. Uh, I'm legitimately not ready for this. I'm holding, like right now, I feel like I'm holding, oh my God. He's smitten. You're about to be. The man is smitten. You're about to be too. Uh, We got a message, actually. From, uh, turns out to be a friend of the show. Friend of the show. Jesse the Body Ventura here, and I just wanted to take a moment and wish you have a great holiday, man. This is a great time of the year. If you celebrate Thanksgiving, we just got done with it. And, of course, we all know what's coming up in December if you're religious, even if you're not. It's still a great time of year to get together with friends, family, and whoever. So, PJ, I want to make sure. You have a happy holiday, and I also <laughs> want to tell you, keep working on that podcast of yours. You know, nothing comes easy, and things that you work at a long time will pay off in the long run. So keep the chin up, keep pounding away on the podcast, and have a great, great holiday. PJ. Fuck yeah, Are Jesse. you kidding me? Are you kidding Fuck me? Fuck oh, yeah. Man. He called us PJ. Hey, PJ Governor Jesse the yeah, PJ. We're, holy shit. Jesse Ventura, no, we, just got, we just got we just got a late stage out. message from Jesse. Uh, holy shit! I love that man. He, Whoever he did came, that, is he an came angel. in studio, what? and then he and then he sent a virtual message to us. That's amazing. Well, that was arranged. Friend of the yes. show. That was arranged by a super fan of the show. Shout out to Fossil. That was fuck good yeah, Fossil. God. Fossilized human is the number one fan uh, PJ. in the Pitch Jug universe. Yeah. Wow, oh I would have never God. abbreviated it honestly because it's already two syllables, dude. We gotta start doing that. We gotta call the PJ. PJ, we're back yeah. here in private jet, ready dude. For the PJ, you guys ready to take the private jet? I wish I could do a Jesse voice. Oh my God, how do you feel about that right now? How do you feel? 
Does that? I'm so excited about that. That's Jesse, fucking awesome. I mean, he's a great bud of mine, of course, but like, I didn't think that he would do something like that. You know, just a shit holiday shout out. God, like, I thought awesome. it was going to be a one and done, obviously, and then he gave us the holiday shout out of the century. Yeah, called us the PJ. I wish he would have used that live on the pod. Here. Right? I, yeah. He, he must have thought about he it. He thought afterwards. about it later. Yeah, he was riding home like. I should have used PJ. <laughs> That's a good Jesse, dude. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah. You must have been taking notes when he was here. Yeah, I was. I doing, was. doing a deep study. Well, I'm honestly, like, I'm floored at the moment. I'm completely derailed from where we were because I'm like, I, I was on our train. He said nothing good comes, was it fast or easy or both? Was, Keep working at the pod, is what he said. Yeah. Man, that's awesome. I'm I'm about as fuck. F- yeah, fossilized human rules. He does. Yeah, that's the hookup. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I think Brother Brown's gonna have to possibly get that airdrop to him to cut into a beat on baked beats or something. If we have a Jesse Ventura cut piss that joke thing type all beat. apart and throw it into some beats. Yeah, no, that was <clears throat> that was. I mean, Christmas came early uh, again. Thank you, Fossil. That was huge. I'm completely floored at the moment. Well. Yeah, I'm just... We had Shaquille O'Neal, Jesse Ventura. I mean, we've been hitting a high, and we're we're like 12 minutes in. We're about to hit a low. A load, as I say, because I have a racetrack story. Let me get a big sip of my drink before you do. Get you a big old swallow the stag. But can I ask both of you a question real quick? Swallow the stag. Feedback on Jesse's glasses there. Dude, that's why I asked. I didn't know who it was. He wasn't wearing glasses in the studio. Yeah, he was when just, he came he was, here, he, he had was like bare eyed. Those may have been Oakleys. <laughs> Might have been. <laughs> I think they were Oakleys. <laughs> Dude, so I walk into racetrack on the way here. After I, I'm just getting some gas and some other supplies. <clears throat> I have to pee. Go in the bathroom. Smell is crazy. I mean, someone is like fucking destroying the bathroom. So I piss. Let me ask you guys. If you ever... Uh, Kakash... Wait, what's that fucking... Bi- Never mind. I was trying to do a callback from the Patreon about the band name. But I forgot about it. Already. I won't say their name publicly but it's got on the, the word public shat episode because in, in case they want to kill me. If you ever shat in a public restroom and you hear someone else come in, are you like going to come out at the same time they're going to be done? No, right? You're going to stay in there, wait for them to leave, and then come out in shame. This didn't happen tonight. I get done peeing. Guy opens a stall up. Washes his hands. There's only one sink, by the way. <laughs> washes his hands before me. As he's washing his hands, dude's 450, 470 plus. Whew. Big old safety vest on. You know. Whew. Big boy. As he's washing his hands, farts. I mean liquid <laughs> fart. And I'm like, dude, you just got done taking a shit. No, he didn't. Right. <laughs> <laughs> He's washing his hands. I'm standing behind him. One of those, like a fucking gross one, dude. <laughs> so I'm like, what? I like oddly let out like a. He's like, oh man, like, oh. And then he just walks oh, out. I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh. I've just never really had that. I don't know if I've ever done that. I'm not. <laughs> He's in the stall freezing heavy as he's shitting. Why do people breathe so hard? Like, everyone relax, okay? When you're taking a shit, just fucking relax. Well, when you're in a public setting, Stop breathing heavy. Get fucking straining yourself. That's why you get hemorrhoids and your butt hurts. I don't know if I've ever done that in my life. After I've shat, like, have, like, explosive farts after that. It's just, it's insane to me. Can I, yeah, no, can I pitch Wait, a, a the dude. lighting is The guy crazy. should be on E can, right now. Like, like, how, is, how is this possible? The tank should be empty. Like, dude. you just yeah. sat for an hour. Can I pose a, a, a Da Vinci Code twist ending to that scenario? All right. What if he were the kind of person? Why Da Vinci Code? You'll see. You'll see. <laughs> <laughs> what do you remember about the Da Vinci Code? Not much. There's a character named Silas. 
And <laughs> the guy, the religious guy, the albino monk. Yeah. Okay. And I know who he, you're talking he about. carries around a whip, and when he does something that's shameful to the Lord, he just takes a good opportunity to take his shirt off and whip his yeah, own yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What if that's what the guy did every time he had a shit shame in public, where like he <laughs> does that into the bathroom sink and he sees you and he goes, yeah. "Sorry," and you're like, "Uh," and then like you start to wash your hands and you look up and he's one arm leaning against the wall, like pulling his shirt up, and he's got the whip hitting he's his own back. Yeah, 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 he's like giving himself lashes and. Yeah, like, what dude. if that were a thing? I would, I'd respect it more. I, w- I would ignore the fart at that point. Well, I've just never seen someone fart after a shit like that. It's I've, insane. <laughs> I've got one for you that I don't know how you're going to feel about it's it. Either, either of you, but um, I've got one for you that, like, uh, it's one of the more embarrassing memories that I have. But, like, years later, it's probably one of my favorites. Um, <laughs> all right. So... I graduated college in like 2009. So there's just a lot of media around that time that if you revisit it now, it gets real weird. But I remember the thing I'm about to talk about at the time already being like 10 years too late for that kind of movie to come out. Um, talking about the, the Sandra Bullock movie, The Blind Side, where, <laughs> where a rich white family decides to adopt a black teenager from across town who has a full family. He has a mo- like he's got a mother, he has a place to live and they just really think he would improve the team's chances for football, so they're going to basically just adopt him and it's one of the most racist movies I've ever actually seen. Like when you sit <laughs> through it, it is incredibly racist. Like one of the climax scenes is Sandra Bullock going to an all-black neighborhood letting the mother know that I'm going to take your son and he's going to come live in my home now. And then someone in the neighborhood that has a gun, or so she assumes because of stereotypes in the movie, she's like, just so you know, I'm packing. And then she pulls out a gun and, like, flashes it at a guy that's just, like, standing in his, like, apartment projects. It's, like, a super racist movie. But anyways, there's a reason I mention it. I went to go see that movie because my family was tasked with the weird thing of having to think of, like, a movie to go see at the holidays while extended family was together and uh, my aunt Bertie rest in peace to my aunt Bertie she was alive at this point in time and uh, she what was a cool ass name <laughs> yeah old ass southern name she was a cool lady was it Bertie like a flying bird or B-E-R-T B-E-R-T-I-E sweet yeah that's an old southern name yeah for sure so Birdie was uh, Birdie is like one of the smartest people that I ever knew but was also crazy there's a lot of crazy stories I could tell about her but this is one of my favorites she was having some gastrointestinal issues, and she made no qualms about telling anyone what was going on. So, like, this was a movie theater that you could order food and drinks in. It was called Cinnabar, and it was in Charleston, South Carolina, because that's where I was at at this time. So we go to see this movie not knowing anything about it, but, like, five minutes into the movie, I was starting to figure out what this movie was about, and I was like, oh, shit, this is not good. And I look around in the theater, and it's, like, a very mixed-up theater in terms of the demographics that are there. And I'm very aware that I'm there with my aunt. So I'm like, oh, shit, this is going to go sideways really quick because I have a lot of stories from growing up where things went really sideways. So this was the dining theater. They're bringing in food. And my aunt, I guess, like, in either her physical therapist, whatever the deal was, he just, like, kind of had conditioned her of, like, if you got to go to the bathroom, whatever every situation you're in, excuse yourself, leave the room, whatever you got to do. So she's doing this during this holiday movie, The Blind Side, racist as fuck with Sandra Bullock, and she would stand up and use the following catchphrase, blow it out! And then fart? <laughs> no, that that's what she was on her way to go do. So, like, she'd get up to, like, go walk to the end of the aisle. People like, Bertie, where are you going? Gotta go blow it out! Jeez. <laughs> that's how she would speak Christ. in public at, like, full volume, dude. So, like, what were the... <laughs> What was what food was served? I've never been to a food. I've never been to this kind of movie. <laughs> Imagine like a C minus chilies. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a C minus. People chili. eating like jalapeno poppers and some ladies walking around. Blow it out! I'm gonna blow it out! I'm gonna blow it out! Yeah. So did this fucking Sandra Bullock movie about <laughs> white family. Everyone's in tears and eating, and then she's talking about going to take a shit. It's in perfect. tears are mad because of the split up of the theater. There's like really dumb redneck people that are there they're like man this is a real tearjerker about this football kid and then there's other people that are there they're like holy shit this is racist and then my aunt is there being like i'm gonna blow it out (laughs) (laughs) so uh rest in peace aunt birdie it's one of my favorite holiday stories of all time because i mean it 
It commanded the fucking room, dude. Because she didn't do it at a soft volume. One volume only. So the Avatar episode, when I talked about watching the movie on a laptop, I also watched The Blind Side on a laptop on the way down to Orlando. Because it's an eight-hour drive to Orlando. So I watched Avatar... I watched The Blind Side. <laughs> so like, it's such different movies. It's like such different rides. I know. <laughs> yeah, that's you? two totally different experiences right there. <laughs> which one did In you? a row, back to back. <laughs> which, one did you, which one was first? Avatar first. Oh, no. Blind Side Oh, no. <laughs> that, that might have been the better viewing experience, to be real. <laughs> right, yeah. The Blind Side was like washed me of the... Guy just trying to clap, ruin his entire planet for clapping some alien cheeks. Man. And then you got to Sandra Bullock with the worst haircut of her whole career. For sure. The worst one. What about the one where she's writing the dead guy in the mail? It's Keanu Reeves. Secret letter. Secret mailbox. Really? Beach house. The beach house. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's something, something house. It's the. Yeah. Oh my Secret. god. Secret beach house. Secret letter? <laughs> Secret mailbox. <laughs> what is it fucking called? Yeah, look it and up. Look it up. Beach Figure it out. Um, look it up. IMDB. I'm looking at it. I'm Sandra. Secret mailbox. <laughs> <laughs> this is officially one of the biggest laughs. Oh my god! On the cast in history, I'm just thinking about like a major movie called Secret Mailbox. Secret Mailbox. <laughs> like box office smash. Okay. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think it is the beach house. I'm pretty sure you're right on the third one. But the second guess was so great. The lake house. Lake house. All right. That's it. It's way, it's more basic than we thought it was. Secret mailbox, dude. It's so crazy. Oh, Oh, man. <laughs> he said it like game show, too. It was like game show scenario. Like, secret window, secret, <laughs> yeah, secret letter, yeah, uh, secret mailbox. Ah. <laughs> oh, my God. Sorry, guys. No, that was... Jesus. Y'all are silly. That was good. Jesus you two are silly. I just lost my marbles. <laughs> 43 minutes oh, in. I've already heard from Jesse Ventura. I'm crying. Yeah. What an eventful episode. These stags. JV, shout out to the to the PJ. Yeah. Oh, my God. Dude, I'm like, I'm still losing it right now. I got the case of the midnight giggles. <laughs> stagged up. Yeah, I just stagged out of my brain. Stagged and... I have steps. Okay, all right. I'm gonna do one more birdie story because, like, I'm over here in tears, crying, laughing, and I think you guys deserve this one. Uh, my aunt Birdie was not the only person going in public that I had to like watch out for. I had a Meemaw. Okay, a Meemaw. 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 My favorite word for <laughs> grandma ever is Meemaw. So, Meemaw lived into her 90s and. uh Tough old southern lady. She was real cool, though, real sweet. But a lot of some of what the characteristics Birdie had was more crystallized in Meemaw because she was older and she's fiercely independent. Knocked herself out one time opening a door and gave herself a black eye and still wouldn't let anyone not. She refused to let anyone drive her around. (laughs) Damn. So a memory that I have that I'll never forget where Birdie was there and something popped off that even Birdie was like, God damn, that was crazy. Uh, I was at a, a mall in, like, Brunswick, Georgia, and it's one of those malls that has a Kmart in the mall. So, so you know there's oh, a, yeah. a ceiling Dang. to the kind of stores that are there. Yeah. So it was, like, torrential downpour outside. We couldn't leave the mall yet, so we were stuck there for a long time. And I, there's something wrong where, like, I don't know if the public restrooms are working or whatever, but I just remember being in this store and my Meemaw was in there, and she's, like, in a, basically in a manager's face. 
and like her face isn't red or anything. She's relaxed, but speaking in like a very assertive and loud tone. And she's like, I don't care if there's no restroom. Tell me, pick a corner, pick a corner. And they were like, what? She's like, pick a corner. I'm going to piss in it. Damn. Yeah. She's the Threatening original to piss in a corner. Original piss drug in my, <laughs> in my honest opinion. <clears throat> but yeah, I've, uh, I've seen a couple things with her where like there, that was one time where she was threatening them to, to that, uh, pick a corner and I'll, I'll piss in it. And we'd like bought, ended up buying something there. And I remember during the checkout process, she's like still fired up. So we're buying everything. And she's like, that's what do you mean? That's all we're getting. We just gave you all this money. Give me a phone book. So she demanded the phone book from behind the counter that like most I'm about to piss on this conveyor belt right now. <laughs> Give me the phone book. Piss corner. I'm gonna piss on it. Piss corner, a new segment shit. on it's piss on shit bucket called Piss Corner on Shit Bucket. Huh? And we do like a, a little thing where I think we talk about specific things. I think it's infringement. Shit bucket talking about piss related things. That's you guys have to have shit. All right, corner. fine. All right, yeah, piss jug and shit bucket can remain separate entities. But y'all are the ones talking. Piss corner the, the should be a act. thing. Shout out uh, to anyone who wants to support piss corner. Yeah, piss corner is like you know that's probably when we do two minute podcasts. <laughs> where it's you just yeah, a little updates and then you that's the next thing that happened this week is that this happened you just pee a little in the corner and hold in the rest till later until you go back to work at Amazon and then the, in the background of that you can just hear like the sound of piss dripping into into something like a toilet I think or we a sewer we just made up our live intro that's what you just did you just made up the piss jug we do a live show you just like described our intro piss corner. Yeah, gotta go to the piss corner. Well, uh, goddamn, I'm I'm like in tears. I haven't laughed that hard in a minute. But yeah, uh, R.I.P. Mima, R.I.P. Birdie. Moving on from pissing in corners and demanding phone books, which is pretty a big flex, I will say. Demanding a phone book, hundred percent. What'd you call your grandma, Hubs? Gram, grandma. I call mine Granny and Granddaddy. Yeah. Grandma. I was, I was basic with it. Yeah, Grandma, Damn. Grandpa. Lima is really much super southern. Super southern. Yeah, she uh, she would always threaten that she was going to hit me with a switch. Yeah, you got to go pick it too. I right? had to go yep. pick it. Yeah, yep. I had to do that. Yeah, she had well water. I think there most was, kids in the south had to deal with that. Like you'd always pick the small yeah. one. Yeah, and they'd you know hit you. And then they get pissed. Yeah, and they'd hit like you for you that. Get the, no, you can get the big one. I, I get the big one. The first time I got beat up in life was not by a guy, and it was uh, by a girl. At that house where she lived, I had some redneck cousins that lived the next house down. They had a square trampoline in the yard, nice. big square trampoline satellite. Those are si- oh fuck yeah! <laughs> they were they were living it up, but uh, they were they were deeply in in the redneck territory. Um, the uncle in that scenario would take his teeth out to just make my dad uncomfortable and like handle his teeth around my dad, just like around his general area and face. Did all kinds of weird shit. He was a weird guy. But anyways, uh, they had a they had a little relative that would come around. It was this little girl, and she was mean as hell. And she's like my age now, but she just used to beat everyone up, and she liked to wrestle. So I was just getting taken down and dragged to the ground and pounded on. Every How'd time. you get in the situation? You you put yourself in it. You're just standing there, and she just you just get tackled. She just didn't matter who you were. He's like, I didn't put myself in any situation. She just <laughs> I mean, came in and grabbed just, me. And she just came in and grabbed me. I was a I was a soft city boy at that point. They called me a Yankee because I was from Atlanta. Slacker. They treat from that city, Atlanta. Like practically Billy Crystal. Yeah, city slicker. Okay, y- y'all. I think I know what it is. One of my neighbors has a Bluetooth. It's not. Thing. It's a timer. I it, promise. It, it's not because it stays on downstairs. Wait, cause oh, really? I use these lights all day downstairs, and this doesn't never happens. I think it's, someone in it's my probably what we're saying. It's even at eleven forty five. So someone's got some things that we say. Change the lights. We may be talking about something that's you know fucked up, and the lights are like, "Yo, chill out." We need to leave it for when the video comes eventually and the viewers can actually see what we're talking about. (laughs) Actually, an update on that. We won't be in this room anymore. We are doing... This jug's over. No, no. We actually... We're going to be moving to the actual production studio where we do streams, but we will probably do a non-green screen setup. Piss Jug's going to have a set. So we're going to actually build out a cool room, multiple cameras, and I'll have a live switcher so I can switch camera angles... Mm. As we go, stream deck. That'd be yep. sick. 
so Fran uh, has taught me how to do it already on streams. So I'm going to be doing that on Piss Jug in uh, 2023, starting in January. We're going to start to record down in there, and the video component will have live switching. So we'll have a video component coming in. Can you believe a month? Hope everyone's cool Damn. with me being butt-ass naked. That's how it's going to be. 18 and over, fellas. <laughs> 21 up. Because I don't wear clothes. Yeah, every every episode he's been he's naked. Not when it's I'm just drinking. Normal. Are we it's doing not when I'm drinking. Are we doing a piss jug chat Which roulette? going to be most of them. Damn, piss jug chat roulette would be sick. <laughs> With just Hobbs on the other end. As long as we got piss corner. Hobbs and Jesse. How much of a graveyard of weird activity do you think chat roulette is now in 2022? Like, you think it's still up? I bet it still exists, but who's on it? Right. <laughs> Only the weirdest ones. It's been exposed and revisited already. So for people that are still on there, it might we just be... We know what we're here for, guys. Might be some grifters. Well, we're going to be adding the video component. I was like troubleshooting it earlier today because... I'm Burp Hammett. I'm trying to... Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to get the video element going with a multi-camera switch because I think <laughs> it, it would benefit from us being in here for uh, the amount of time we are. And it's a little bit bigger of a set, too. We're kind of in here. We're huddled in a square at the moment, around a square. And this this room is serving us well, and it's awesome. But We are squares. At, well, right now, we're kind of like a U-shape. We are The top part of the square is unoccupied, which is good. So we're not squares. We're like U's. Semicircle? Field goal. Field goal. Yeah. All right. We're kind of that shape at the moment. We're going to expand going into uh, 2023. But uh, before we get all the way, even into talking about the holiday season, because we got shit, some shit to unpack there, how was Thanksgiving, Hobbs? You know, Thanksgiving for me is like... It's for the children. Just about the food, I, I guess. Like, you know, I'm, I'm into my family. Everyone's cool. But there are some individuals that you maybe don't want to hang out with so much, and then they're going to be there. So although everyone else is cool and you're, like, down with hanging out with them, the one person kind of makes it not so fun. Mm -hmm. So I'm at my um, in-law's house, and uh, my wife, Sarah, has a sister who, like, she was also adopted they're not related. They were just both adopted. And her husband um, is kind of like one of those people who, like, he's like a one-upsman guy. <laughs> like, he's got a one-up you on everything. Classic one-upper. And, like, kind of just talks about himself a whole lot and kind of like, you know, I don't know. Some people do that as, like, a, I don't know, a response to some thing that happened to them or maybe someone is really critical of or whatever so like i don't mean to judge this person or anything necessarily but he's just not that fun to be around because he does that kind of shit all the time so like the vibe is just like uh all right shut up you know so anyways we're there and everyone's having a good time except for the fact that this guy showed up pretty much like I mean, he must have had, like, I don't know, six drinks or so before he even got there. Like, he was definitely, like, soused up. He was already toasted. So he's talking to... This man happens to be a Jehovah's Witness, I guess oh, is whoa. what you call it. Wait, 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 wait. Pump the brake for a sec. <laughs> Pump the brakes. So a man who rides around on a bicycle with uh, with a suit on. I don't know that he's doing all that but, necessarily, but like he goes to the Jehovah Witness like church. But I'm just saying to the average Latter listener, Saints. when they think of a Jehovah's okay. Witness, they usually think possibly of someone on a bicycle riding around an area. I think it's more of a Mormon thing, right? The Mormons got, they, they ha they, they're the bikes? Backpacks and bicycles. No, that's the Jehovah's. But Mormons do they that both too, do for that. sure. Like you've seen Orgasmo, you know. Yeah. Did these guys corner the market? Who? Which one of them did it first? That's what we're gonna have to look at. Orgasmo, you know, yeah, they ride yeah, around. Yeah. They're Mormons. That's right. So they ride on around on bikes. So Jehovah's yeah. Witness. I guess the point I'm making is this: someone who goes around and they canvass door to door in the most archaic sales method of all time, systems of faith, is coming to you fucked up and ready to talk about some shit. Yeah, this person's like almost drunk already. Like. And was he in the white button down in the black tie or no? Nah, okay. Dressed him in some okay. fucking gap, fucking whatever. <laughs> old, old Navy, dude. <laughs> fucking old Navy, whatever. So, like, 
basically he was talking about like he was he like you know he's like said the word Jehovah like which like in the regular Christian community is like probably like they're gonna like they're gonna look at you like you're fucking crazy because all right I'm not gonna get I'm not gonna give you any of my it's views, a whole can of worms my views on religion right now at all but like basically like that's a whole thing that like Christians regular Christians are gonna get pissed off about so he's mentioning things like that like. It, like aloud he's like talking loudly so like other people can hear him and like the other people are not down with this shit at all and i don't know that he's like necessarily pushing his view or anything but he's like name he's like name dropping jehovah like saying jehovah yeah. or whatever and um well anyways bottom line is he was drunk before the party really got started at all then continued to get drunk then later on, I don't know even how we got started talking on this or whatever, but we were talking about uh, TLC. Uh, wait, wait the uh, the the R&B, R&B group from group the late nineties. Yes, he starts talking about the guy. Or, or sorry, he starts talking about the um, song "No Scrubs," and he starts talking about how they say don't want no scrubs which is a double negative or whatever and he's like focusing on the fact that it's a double negative and that somehow by saying i don't want no scrubs that they're actually saying that they do want scrubs so he's focusing (laughs) on the grammar aspect he's applying mathematics to grammar and he thinks that it's funny that like that's the thing or whatever and like no one was like literally no one was laughing everyone was completely disinterested in what he was talking about how old is he He's got to be pushing 40. I'd say he's pushing 40, almost on 40. And I'm I'm pushing 40 too. I mean, I'm 37 years old, but like I I don't know, whatever. Talking he just he's just talking nonsense. No one thinks it's funny at all, so he's just kind of digging a hole over there in the corner and it was just kind of a weird hole. It was a weird situation. Well, I like how you went the transition was heavy. Straight from Jehovah's Witness to double negative mathematical yeah. grammatical wild drunk equations and like no like when you're, I mean I guess if you're drunk like you, you might not notice that other people aren't interested in ha- what you have to say but like he should have picked up on the vibe that like everyone like everyone's like staring at their like food and not <laughs> talking to you and you're standing. A lo- outside the TLC. table as everyone else is like sitting at the table and you were sitting over there you came into the conversation that we were having and started talking about the TLC thing and I don't even know if we were talking about TLC but he brought that in uh, that's and then good. everyone's all staring at their plates and not interested and didn't want to talk to him you could have taken what I would describe as the brother brown approach where you, you use the observational best line you could use to make an interaction that was going to happen anyways, just follow through to where, like, he's saying that about, like, the double negative, and you're like, man, you think that's wild. You ever see the footage of Building 7? <laughs> you start bringing up, like, yeah. hard conspiracy yeah. and just see if you can drag him into the waters with you. <laughs> you think that's weird? Did you see just Lane Maxwell reading the... Um... How to how to how to trick the FBI book in the middle of an In and Out, on the window. Did you see that? Yeah, man, I totally you hear it? you about Jehovah's Witnesses, though. But uh, man, you really have you looked into this Epstein case closely? Have you looked into this flight log? <laughs> Just saying, there's a lot of dots you can connect. Follow the money. <laughs> you gotta follow the money. This is the public episode too. Y'all are getting some little spicy nuggets in here. Some windy spicy nuggets. Five for ninety nine cents. Uh, Brother Brown and I have both had uh, experiences at a party where you get you get a fun one, you get a live one like that that changes uh, kind of the whole experience. Um, I can't out any of the people Brother Brown knows. He would have to tell the stories he feels safe telling. But I will say one world that I know of a person from his universe involves a man ripping a goddamn bathroom sink off a wall. So there's people he knows that have killed the vibe of a party before. It's 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 not it's not beyond our scope of our social circle to have some crazy shit to reflect on of someone that has ruined either a holiday or a good party. Imagine having such an abusive addiction with something to where you accidentally drop one of your pills down the sink. And you rip it off the wall, trying to find it. Whoa. 
breaking the drain, causing a spew. Like a sink's not light. No. <laughs> also, like your your incredible human inhuman strength I'm to saying, rip a sink off a wall. It's, it's got to be either anger or desperation, right? Both. Yeah. A- amphetamine fueled something. Well, this was an opiate. Spoiler alert. <laughs> so that's adrenaline. Yes, yeah. we're going straight adrenaline. <laughs> no, we're going straight like junkster. Just like yeah. I need, I will die without this. <laughs> there's a uh, that's that's heroin, folks. <laughs> there's a guy. There's a guy that Hobbs and I know. I'm not going to say his full name on the air because I think he's still around and kicking. And uh, but uh, Hobbs and I went and rode uh, fucking inflatable tubes down the hooch one time with this person. Uh, and there's a guy in our local community that was legend for small dude, not big, not strong, but I swear to God, once that fight or flight kicked in, it was like fucking magic. He got in a fight at the county fair with multiple cops, multiple. And I think he was on like angel dust. PCP? Yeah. I know how to get wet day. They put him in the back seat. His wrists were too small for cuffs. Slipped out. He slipped out and kicked the back window Fuck yeah, out of the dude. car. And I watched ran. someone do that too, man. He ran. He made it like he made it pretty far, but then they like they t- they tackled him. They took him to the station. They 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 fucked him up. Damn. Well, I'll just say this: like we went to go like ride inflatable tubes down the Chattahoochee, like more of an innocent thing. And this dude like definitely was way ready to party harder. So I think like post arrest. This was after. Yeah, okay. this was after. So I think, like, Hobbs had, like, a little bit of alcohol. You and you and Alex had a little bit of alcohol. We were getting ready to, to, to tube the hooch. And our buddy that was there was way further. <laughs> getting ready to tube the hooch. That's what it is, tubing the hooch. I think some wow. people say shoot the hooch. That's too. what I've always heard. Uh, tube the hooch is uh, nastier. Shoot the hooch to me sounds grosser. That sounds like a shitty, really? like yeah. a shitty alcohol, like drinking some awful what? granddad's whiskey that's not good. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, you got the ooh I'm thinking the gun. Ooh. You're thinking shots. Well, liquor. if it shoot the hooch, I'm thinking someone's killing a dog. You just got to have the double O. <laughs> That's pooch, That's dude. Two double O's. A hooch could be a little hound dog. A little hound dog pooch. <laughs> Someone feed the hooch. Someone feed the hooch. So I, we were tubing the hooch, and we had a buddy that, like, took things way too far on the partying. And, like, I think you guys had a couple drinks, and I think, like, I think he finished the bottle that you guys had only planned on having some sips of. You had, like, a little bit. And, like, I think you maybe had planned on drinking more. And I think it was, like, a bottle of Crown Royal. And he just fucking cleared it. And then, like, wasn't even fucked up. It was just, like, functioning. It was Jägermeister. It was Jägermeister. Yeah, it was. I, I, I'll just never yeah. forget that, like, y'all were have, ready to have a good time and loosen up. And his his uh, intake of that substance was so high above everyone else there that it wasn't even fun. And it was just brought down the mood right away of, like, there's no more alcohol left. <laughs> nothing going on. And now we're just out Let's here with Let's get his party revved up. With him telling us crazy stories of, uh, you know, drifter and meth life. So back to slipping out of the handcuffs. Same story, but let me tell you the rest of mine. Slipped out of the handcuffs. He didn't kick the window out, but he somehow got loose and able to open the door. Cops realized it. He's already on foot taking off. Shoot the taser. He fucking looks at it. Dodges. Shoot shoot the second taser from a different cop. There's two cops chasing him with tasers. (laughs) Second taser lifts his ankle up. I shit you not. It fucking sparks on the on the concrete, whatever, like the asphalt. (laughs) Shoe falls off. Gets away, dude. John Wicken. He dodged two tasers after he got out of the cuffs and unlocked the car door. Nice. Incredible. Made it away. Made it away. Never got Before caught. they got his like ID and all that shit, I don't actually. I don't know the specifics. I mean, I saw like, the arrest happen. You once you, I guess you're they right. Got you in the back. Did they take cabin. your ID though? They keep I, your license. Any, any identification you got on you at that point, you're cuffed. They got your shit. Like they take your physical license. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, everything, yeah. wallet, all that stuff. Okay. If you're cuffed, man, they took <laughs> your shit. Hmm. Yeah, off of you. Even if you're detained outside. So he outside. probably got God uh, eventually. Yeah, probably. Probably. I think it but varies too. Good on him, though. I just watched him dodge two Fuck tasers, and that was amazing. I've never Fuck. seen someone dodge two tasers. Fuck that, right? 
Dodge the tasers. Get out of there. Fuck the system. Fuck the system. Metallica VIP. Metallica. Yeah, I'm. I'm like having to do a, a hard imagine of uh, of that. Which, but speaking of you guys, Rage just, Against the Machine, though. You you guys more, just more so. J- just just triggered the next few things we had to talk about. Actually, uh, speaking of crime and law and order, uh, breaking story tonight out of Augusta, Georgia. Dun, dun. Get this. Uh, law enforcement officers burst into a home in a, in a suburb around Augusta, Georgia earlier today, and they found a woman inside of a dog cage uh, locked up naked and being held against her will as a sex slave. So they were able to, of course, let her out, save her, but the, the story gets stranger from there, guys. That's not why I brought it up. The story gets stranger at that when the police started to grill the parties responsible for what was going on, here was their here's their 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 uh, their logic. She evidently stole from them, so their reasonable reaction in their mind was to kidnap her, put her inside of a dog cage naked, and treat her as a sex slave. So that is you know we just had Thanksgiving, we just had <laughs> holidays with everyone. Imagine being in a cage and ask what you're think what you're thankful for. Just imagine that that duality of like maybe that person before they were put in the cage was having a Thanksgiving thing, and now we're at December one, and <laughs> they're and they're let out of a cage today. So they uh, gave you the turkey parts that come out of the inside, the the, the neck and the gizzards. The and yep. I I don't know. I it's it's just a really uncooked. It's just a really crazy thing. Like in the seventies, that would have been like a serial killer case, but now that's just like a few days after Thanksgiving. That's just normal news. Yeah. That's kind of nuts, and uh, I've seen money turn people, or I guess money makes people do crazy things, and so this doesn't seem too far off the scope of reality, in my opinion. I think even though I'd never result, things. yeah, I'd never result to things like this. But man, if money's involved, imagine how much she owed them. I was going to say though, nineteen I, million or something, I, I twenty think, million. But I think people do crazy shit, like no matter what, like whether they're. For forty dollars, though, money you're not thinking nothing, forty man. bucks, right? Yeah, but I mean, there's a lot of shit that goes down. That's like people that they didn't have. Oh money. no, they just fucking, no, just fucking crazy. Like I just, I don't know. Oh no, like, money yeah. definitely like like makes things like exacerbates things or whatever. But even if know. you're not crazy, it makes you crazy. Yeah. So it, it turns out, no, this guy's a piece of shit. It was over small amounts of money that he had just tallied. Okay, so he's a psychopath that was made. He was forcing her into sex prostitution. Uh, to pay off what small amounts of money she owed. Yeah, so he, and it's a five-person ring involving more than one woman. Uh, so it's, Pussy. Take five go- five dudes for one? Yeah, come on. And it, it, it looks like two women and three men involved in this ring. Oh, okay. So this is a, a group of five people in Still. Augusta that were busted tonight. But Fuck them all. It's kind of crazy. Augusta, Georgia. People think Atlanta is the only place in Georgia that has really wild crime. And this is a couple hours from Georgia, and it's as crazy oh, God, as anything yeah. else, man. Yeah. So, uh, I we will keep everyone. If there's any crazy developments on this in upcoming episodes, we'll we'll mention it. But this was breaking news tonight. Uh, the a couple of people involved in it um, are convicted felons, and they had firearms in their possession at this time. So, not they, good. They might have been trapping out of this house too. A, a few of these five may have been like doing some other things out of the house where they were already on the police radar. So this just compounded by a bunch. So it's a couple of days after Thanksgiving. A lot of us just had weird conversations about uh, all kinds of weird shit and uh, Balenciaga ads and kids being treated like uh, child child porn models and their ads. It was it's a whole weird thing. And then you get this a few days later. Guys, this does not put me in a holiday headspace. We got to change this. Have you seen the theory about ball? Yeah, I have. Everyone's going hard on that, and uh, they are suing for twenty six million dollars. The production for defamation. The production coordinator of the person that uh, arranged that photo shoot. They're passing the buck. Who, like whoever I came up with the idea won't be the person that held responsible. They're just passing the buck. What's the charge though? Um, pro- probably something along the lines of uh, uh, defamation of character, something oh. like that. Uh, breaking contract in some way, shape, or form, or capacity. And um, I don't know, man. It's going to get weird from here on out between here and getting to the end of the year anyways. So uh, we had uh, Kanye went 
uh, as far as possible today. He went the fuck in. I was even trying to give him a chance for, because I know how people clip things for context to fit their narrative, but no. I, I watched a minute and 30 seconds of him completely put his foot in the sand, I guess, or draw his line in the sand, I guess I should say. It's a hell of a thing to watch when he's seated next to a man who's being sued right. for a billion dollars, something like something, that. Something, yeah, some ludicrous number. And he, Kanye managed to make Alex Jones uncomfortable in those exchanges, which is like... Well, Alex Jones set him up to kind of straighten it out multiple times. I, I watched it happen, and you're right. Just to make Alex Jones seem like the more regular Centered. person in the, in the room <laughs> yeah. is... That's a hard feat. It's a really, really hard task. What do you make of the wearing the mask while doing it? Because that was a little nuts, too, where I was like, okay, this is all performance art now. Like, this is crazy. So I saw him at Bonnaroo in, I don't know, 2015, 2016, and he did the same thing. He had the full mask with the spikes on it. And the lore, I guess I should say, around the festival was that he was doing some, like, MF Doom, Del the Funky Homo Sapien type thing where... He would send a stunt double out pretty much to do his raps and do his verses. And you weren't really sure if it was him or not because it's all auto-tuned. All the, it's really like heavy, distorted bass music. It was during the Yeezus era, so it was yeah. really like distorted. And the vocals weren't the main part of it anyway, so it's almost like he's doing that same thing again. But not enough people saw it the first time around, and so now he's like, Let's do this again. Let's do this like stunt double bit to see if like it's going to do anything else. Because really you can't prove it's him, but it sounds just like him. So, yeah, you know, I don't know if that was the intent behind it. That's just what I'm thinking because he's done this before. This is this is an old stunt. It's it was it was a hell of a thing. And yeah, when you're making Alex Jones squirm in his chair, uh, you've definitely chosen your words in a strange way because that guy's not really known for being that careful with his uh, words. He complimented that Hugo Boss made beautiful uniforms for the Nazis. Oh, yeah. He's throwing shade to everyone in fashion right now. He's trying to just, like, draw connections to a bunch of stuff. And, I mean, the whole truth of the matter is, like, when people want to go back far enough, you see, like, the Bush family's got relatives that were in the Nazis. Like, there's all kinds of shit. When you start tracing stuff back, you come up upon stuff you're not going to be psyched on. Yeah. And the thing that's really crazy about the disintegration of kind of what's happening with Kanye. Um, seeing that clip today for me, like this whole time, everything's been falling out. I've just been so skeptical of like, okay, well, when is the end of this, of the spiral? Where does it actually bottom out at? And I will say this is the third week in a row or almost maybe the fourth week in a row where something has occurred and either we've brought it up on the podcast or I've talked about it on TMI. And, uh, I'll say it feels like we've about bottomed out. I don't know if you can get on platforms anymore and sit down and talk about how you're ready to talk about Hitler's good ideas and then be prepared to go back into a career in the entertainment business. That just, it seems like a little much. <laughs> <laughs> it might be a little far. Dude, I'm going to read you something. Zach yeah. Fox, September 30th, night, or sorry, September 30th, 2018. Highly recommend getting off the Kanye train before it inevitably reaches the Hitler was a good guy station. Ooh, this is 2018. Yeah. Zach Fox was on some shit. Yeah. Well, a lot of people uh, didn't buy into the product he was selling. Um, I've always thought he's kind of a like just an egomaniac where like, yeah, there may be some artistic stuff in there that is cool. He's a good entertainer to a lot of people, but I'll also say there's seasons to shit. And it seems like his time has about come and gone because the world, when he, I mean, y'all, let's be real. He rose to prominence from embarrassing Mike Myers in a Hurricane Katrina fundraiser ad in 2005. That's how he catapulted to success. He Before that, he signed a record deal, but no one outside of hip-hop knew him as a household name. Him embarrassing George Bush on national television is yeah. what made him a national na name almost 20 years ago. And then after that, uh. if no one knew him then, it was Taylor Swift. Yep. And then after that, if no one knew him then, 
you know, he just kept pulling these stunts and just kept pulling these stunts. I, I was in that, the hip hop, so I knew him, but I can't say that that is why it wasn't Kanye for me either. People are still defending Kanye. That's not what I'm saying. Hell, actual yeah. fan, like Kanye fans, he's saying that's how say, he rose into fame. That's not Kanye what I'm fans though would say like college dropout is the reason why they like Kanye. Like that's that not shit. That, that's not the point I was making though. The I point, know, I know. I'm I'm taking it a little in a different direction. I'm. I'm I'm not meaning to say that you, you were saying that. Yeah, you're right. But no, I'm, I'm just saying it's been 20 years. I just been mean doing this. Mm-hmm. that like I I feel like he's famous for other reasons. Like he's he's known for that, but he's like like respected for other things. But like if you're still defending Kanye at this point, like fucking dude, come on! Like like I would like to hear you try to defend what this guy's saying right now. It's fucking pathetic. It's too. It's, it's just hateful. It's it's really far gone, and I don't know, man. Like, I he needs to just pull the microphone away, go away, go away for a while. You gotta if, go. If go you're going away on Alex back. Jones, even I, even Alex Jones knows. I know that you're Kanye. You need to really stop talking about the Jews and stop talking about all this stuff. You can't talk about Sandy Hook and you can't talk about the Jews. <laughs> if there's one thing I know. Do you think he's even the frogs game. Do you think he's even allowed to say those two words anymore? Can Alex Jones even say the word Sandy Hook or like Dude, I I I bet it's like a defamation lawsuit where he cannot say that anymore. Yeah. Well, what a crazy prediction that was. Yeah. He fucked up bad on that. Yeah. And I was kind of in the camp before like as crazy as he is, he is right about some shit. Once he pulled that stunt, it was like, okay, well, Nail in the coffin. Yeah. Like people's... They're putting nutraceuticals in the water supply. <laughs> you got to take the fish oil. <laughs> Vitamin D3 gummies. Every, 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 every male should have them in their supplement diet. <laughs> supplement D3 supplement. Uh, yeah, I think uh, I think the deal with the Kanye thing too is we're seeing the end of that type of success. Like you still see people that are successful in the music business, but that meteoric like megastar thing... It's not what it was. So seeing someone like him having this big downfall, like, dude, it almost seems like we're watching, like, the end of an era begin to occur. We have to let it play out, but I totally agree with you. From how it is now, it, it played looks out like, already, dog. I don't know, man. <laughs> this motherfucker's I, crazy. That's, what, that's, that's the big question. What's the end game here? I don't Because I have friends who are saying, like, he's just stamping on, he's stepping on the anthill even harder, or he's... Doing this for a certain reason, there there is an in game in play. It's just no one's perceptive enough to see it at this point at all. And I, I don't know how he comes back. No, from this. I really sound, don't. That sounds almost like you're defending it. Like I'm not. Like, I'm just saying he's done it before. He's done this. But that's he's done what, like, this a Kanye fan time. would say. They'd be like, he's gonna like he's just trolling everyone. Was, you guys don't even understand what Kanye. No, I'm asking. He's he's what's the end game? If I hear one more fucking person say that Kanye's a goddamn genius, <laughs> I swear to God, I will bitch slap you in the fucking mouth before you can even think about saying the word genius. This man is not a genius. He's a fucking idiot. And he says stupid shit all the time, and that's why he's at where he's at where he's at right now. Yeah, a genius would have enough fucking sense to know not to say stupid shit like that, even if in the bottom of their heart they thought those stupid fucking things. Yeah, no, I think I think it's a, it's a like, it's a case of like ego gone unchecked for a super long time. Stupid. It's someone that thinks they can get away with anything and constantly correct it, which is the mark of a sociopath. Yep. So that's kind of what I take away from the whole deal is like, yeah, he's a sociopath and now the whole world can see it. And his family, just his ex-family as of recent, because the divorce just finalized, they're running child porn ads that's got the world upset. So when you when you really zoom out from the whole thing, <laughs> yeah, you know, the Balenciaga thing. And he's oh, quoted as yeah, saying we that's the best about. designer in the game. Is yeah. The, is the, the designer for Balenciaga who made the uh, Air Force Ones covered in hot glue and look like someone came all over the shoe. People nice. are calling them the Come Force Ones. Come Force Ones. I've never really, nice. I've never really thought about Balenciaga as being the hottest designer, but apparently to some people's eye, I don't either, man. But not into it. He's quoted as saying that's the best designer in the game, and then now they're doing this kind of advertisement, and it's just a little, little weird. And now he's doing all these fucking stunts with the mask on, with the Jews, and he's he's just, setting us up a lot. for a somber holiday season. And guys, the the railroad strike is back on. It's looking like that's going to happen. 
We've got a bummer vibe to, to get out of here with this week before we rev it back up next, next week. With the fucking holiday spirit, we're going to get the holiday spirit going in here. I don't care if we got to fucking pluck up a Christmas tree into our ass. We're going to get... Not doing that. No, we won't do that part, but it sounded uh, aggressive. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> um, well, yeah, um, let's let's get ready to get out. I think we're, we're going to sign off. We're going to do the minor chord. We're going to sign off with our barbershop minor chord. Um, Hobbs, give us, a, give us a root note. We still, we still did a major chord. It's all right. We'll keep it. Was it my fault? <laughs> no, that's okay. I think. They-